This is Fred Stoller. You may know me from Seinfeld, Dumb and Dumber, Get Off the Phone, Everybody Loves Raymond, and the original OG Thrill Seeker. You know what I did? I'm going to rent a movie. I'm not going to rewind it. That's why I love this podcast. You are listening to Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Oh, yeah. I used to just uh, return videos and not rewind them. Screw that late fee. Yeah. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How you doing, Mike? Uh, not too bad. How about yourself? Uh, okay. It's been, uh, it's been somewhat of a week over here. Uh, we, uh, we had a sad, uh, unfortunate passing uh, yesterday as of we're recording this a couple days ago from the time you were listening to this. But, uh, yeah, our, our cat, Peaches, uh, passed away, I believe... Uh, I don't know if cats can get heart attacks or not, but some, yes, they can. some, yeah, they died of a heart attack. yeah, some sort of heart failure. Um, whether it was a heart attack or just like congestive heart failure, I, she had that thyroid issue and I think that just, uh, weakened her heart to the point where it just kind of gave out. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, Sorry it sucks. And, and the, the part that sucks the most is that, uh, not to bum everybody out right off the top, but my 11 year old son, and that was like, like that was his cat. I mean, we all loved the cat, but he, I mean, like they spent a lot of time together. He watched her die. Like he was there when she was dying. Just terrible. Not great. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was something else. Um, and then he wanted to bury bury in the backyard, but I don't really think you're allowed to do that anymore. I mean, I don't know that anybody's going to notice or inform on you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but anyway, so she's just hanging out in the garage. Are you? Uh, what do you do? You have plans as what to do? Or no, we took her to we took her to the vet. We, oh, took-, we, we took ours to um, our one of our cats' side. I don't remember what happened with him. Um, maybe we took him to like uh, the city. Uh, like pound to be, in, I think yeah, that is what it is. They they cremated him. We uh, yeah. we took we took him up to there and then they cremated him. Yeah, yeah, it sucks, but uh, you know she was. Yeah, it does. She, she came to us. Uh, you know, we when she came to us, she had this condition, and she was older. She came to us because her previous owner had died, and that their previous owner was the only owner she'd ever had. So, um, you know, I think we. We did. I think we, you know, we gave her a good uh, about a year and a half of extra life, um, and she was always really happy here, and we were happy to have her. So, I mean, that's you know, those are those are positives uh, from it. Yeah. Well, that's good. There's some positives, I guess. We're, um, you know, we're probably we'll probably at some point get another cat. Um, and uh, my my daughter. We have like four in our backyard. If you want one. And one might be pregnant. <laughs> My daughter wants another wants wants another dog too. So she wants because she wants the dog to sleep in the bed with her. Good luck. Yeah. Um, my uh, my youngest, uh, we always catch her doing something weird to the cat. Like she'll be laying on top of him or holding him down so she can pet him. <laughs> I mean, it's just like I think the age. You know, she just has so much love for this uh, cat that she can't help but express it in a violent way. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know that's and that's pretty normal with kids i remember doing that with doing stuff like that with my cat too on happier news though i got uh 
I got my first vaccination shot today. Oh, I got mine on Friday. Which one did you get? Uh, Moderna. But I got the uh, Pfizer one. Oh, okay. I wanted to get the Pfizer one. That's the one my wife got, but uh, they had the Moderna one near us, so that's the one I went with. Yeah, I actually went through Kroger. It was I was because I, I initially signed up with Meyer, but they like didn't get back to me until I'd already because with Kroger I, I was able to schedule both appointments at once. Mm-hmm. And then and the, and the pharmacist said the Kroger was like the nicest human being ever. He was like so nice. Oh, that's cool. And he told me he's like, yeah, I uh, I, I did this vaccine because I was asking about the side effects because I know they say you want to wait around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I did this vaccine at like U of M, and, and it was he did like like twelve hundred people in one day. He's like, only like one person really seemed to have any really weird effects. Yeah, and I, I read the- and he was a pussy. <laughs> he didn't say it, but you know there was yeah. some communication through eye contact. Yeah, it's definitely implied. And it was a child. Too. <laughs> no, but I, I read that nobody in the clinical trial had to be hospitalized for any. Like some people had side effects, obviously. But nobody, there was no none severe enough that anybody had to be hospitalized in any of the trials for both Moderna and Pfizer. So that's good. But yeah, so I'm. Uh, I don't know. I'll. Be, I'm somewhat immune, I guess. Now I, I don't know. Like uh, they, there's varying levels of um, how effective it is after the first dose. My second dose is I, like you. I scheduled the second one uh at the same time as the first one uh, cuz i i did mine through cvs and um my second one is june 1st so by like june 14th or whatever i'll be um you know like I, like i can go out maskless outside and stuff like that nice yeah it'll be it's it's going to be uh hot girl summer or whatever right white boy summer uh middle-aged man summer <laughs> Uh yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, the other thing that I did is I I bought a uh, a basketball net for my kids and myself and set that up today. Nice, which was a pain in the ass. <laughs> what kind did you get? Like the kind that folds up, or like the one you have to screw into the wall or whatever? It's uh, like a portable one, so it doesn't it doesn't necessarily fold up. It's uh, you know it's like. 10 foot it's an outdoor one it's adjustable from eight feet to 10 feet uh it's from lifetime is the name of the company it's a pretty good one though i i, I recommend it it was a pain in the ass well it was it's pain it was a pain in the ass to put it together but um but once i once i got it up it's they i guess they recommend like three. 300- i mean it, yeah it's shattered immediately but i mean it's good brand <laughs> i think they're shards of plastic out of my uh, shoulder blades I'm currently bleeding right now. Right. And I'm hanging on the ribs, so I can't uh, get off. I, I've tangled my wrists in there, and it hurts really bad. For some reason, they put an electrical charge through it, and I'm just... I can't <laughs> loosen my grip now. <laughs> but it's a good brand. Yeah, I recommend them. This this episode's sponsored by Lifetime. <laughs> we should do a hostage commercials where we talk shit about someone until they pay us to stop talking about them. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> We'll just, we'll bring some we'll bring somebody on from like Coca Cola or whatever, and talk. If, shit. if Lifetime refers to their warranty, it must be the lifetime of a house fly. <laughs> uh, pay us money, okay. Lifetime, or yes, we will destroy or, or, you. Or pay us in a basketball net because you know we need more than one. 
Well, t- well, two you could do full court, I guess. Yeah. Oh. In your driveway. You just have fifteen basketball basketball hoops in your driveway. Yeah. Oh my goodness! What you? Uh, what'd you do this week? Did you you watch anything this week? You know. Um, uh, I, I started uh, my coaching soccer like a couple weeks ago, so we had a game uh, or we had practice this weekend. Uh, oh, that's cool. My, my poor uh, my my younger uh, daughter, uh, poor kid, like she had soccer, then like she had like an hour break, then she had to go to Girl Scouts for like two hours, and I got a busy schedule that one. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, I started to watch something. Uh, I, oh, I don't think you've watched this, um, uh, mostly because uh, I'm not sure that you're into like uh, Tom Clancy type stuff. But I watched uh, Without Remorse with uh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, okay. Is he? Uh, is yeah. he like a Black Jack Ryan? Um, yeah, they call him Black Ryan actually. Um, it, it's no, it's it's a character from the books. I did read quite a few of the Tom Clancy books, and he's actually the character's been a couple things. He was played by Willem Dafoe in, uh, in Clear and Present Danger and Lee Schreiber in Some of All Fears. The character's name is John Clark. Okay. And he's like this like badass like CIA agent. Um, this book is uh, – this movie is to the book as the movie The Running Man is to the short story The Running Man. The only thing in common are the characters. Okay, I gotcha. Which really made me angry because, first of all, Without Remorse is actually a pretty cool book outside of like trying to tie it into the Jack Ryan series that's on Amazon right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's called, I'm not sure. I think it's, I know it's a Jack Ryan thing. I don't know what it's called. I think it might be Jack Ryan. I don't see, and, and that doesn't seem to make much sense. I don't think Michael B. Jordan's going to sign up for like a series. I mean, maybe he'll make like cameos or something, but I mean, he's like, like a legit like movie star. Yeah, exactly. He didn't just stare at a fucking camera uh, for nine seasons. On a sitcom. Yeah. Tom Hanks didn't go back to doing boss buddies after he did big. Exactly. boss buddies. Those are two people that 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 started uh, or were early adopters of uh, black gossip. I don't think I've ever seen a single episode of uh, Bossom Buddies. <laughs> I love I love the uh, the theme song. <laughs> it's the uh, My Life, but it's not sung by Billy Joel for some reason. <laughs> Oh no! What's uh, what's the premise? Are they like roommates and getting a wacky? Advantage? Is it like where they dress like women? Yeah, they can only they can only afford this. <laughs> that would never get old. This place uh, that's like a woman's only place or whatever. They're roommates and oh, like what they they get kicked out of. I think they get kicked out of their apartment or something like that in the first episode. And the only place that they can afford is a woman's only like. It's a thing that they don't even really have anymore, but it's... Um, well, yeah, because nowadays people go, why isn't there a men's only battered shelter? Right. It's not a battered shelter, though. It's like... Oh, come on. It's funnier if it is somehow. And crueler. It's, it's like, it's like a par- an apartment, but there's a communal dining room, and it's like more of a community-type feel thing. They, they used to have them in New York and like the... Is it a sorority? No, it's, it's a regular apartment with like people, but there is like a... The landlord kind of like checks up on people and stuff like that. Um, you better not be a man in there. But but they were the only that's the only place they could afford. So they dress up like women, but they fall in love with two women uh, that live there as well. And they think they're both guys and girls. So like they're in the show as Kip and I can't remember the other one's name. Uh, and they're they're sisters quote-unquote sisters are buffy and hildegard which 
which are the women that live in the thing, but the guys, when they're the guys, they're try they're trying to date the other girls that they like. Uh one of which is played by uh what is her name? Uh blonde actress. Um very popular in the eighties. I'm trying to think of her name. Um, Eva Broad. <laughs> Eva No. Yeah, she was very popular in the eighties. Oh, nineteen uh, eighties, you mean? Yeah. Donna Dixon. You know, uh-uh. you, I, I have no idea who that is. Donna Dixon was in a movie called Spies Like Us. She's ma- seen it. she's uh married to Mr. Um Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah, that's not helpful. Well, she's Dan Aykroyd's wife. I mean, I don't know. She's a busty. Uh, I'm looking at her now, and I still have no idea who she is. No, she's a busty blonde woman. Or she yeah, was. I, I don't know exactly where she's at now. but Yeah, but she's been married since 1983 to uh, Dan Aykroyd. She got some prime Aykroyd. Absolutely, yes. She 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 was there for the thin, uh, insuccessful movies, Dan Aykroyd. She, uh, and she had all the rest. Yeah. I mean, he was still crazy and and uh, you know believed in ghosts and shit like that, but especially I think. Oh my god! Talking about Wayne World is the Dream Woman, huh? I didn't realize it. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yes, she was. She was uh, Twilight Zone the movie. Yep, she was there for um, what's his Vic Morrow's uh, decapitation. Perfect. I don't think she was on set during that uh, during that one. They let her fight a helicopter. <laughs> it was her fault. Wait, I forgot Dan Aykroyd is also in uh, Twilight Zone at the beginning. Yeah, he is. With with Albert Brooks for some reason. You yeah, think these references not. are hitting with our with our audience at all? I remember that really uh, that really kind of scared me when I was uh, younger. It did. You know, it's so like tense, like the opening scene. Do you want to see something really scary? Oh, it still creeps me out. There hasn't really been a ton of stuff. Uh, the most recent thing she was in was in the Twilight Zone 2020. Well, that's because Dan Aykroyd's been in her, and uh, I think oh, she, Lord. I think she decided to kind of not retire necessarily from, from acting, but take a lot less acting, a lot fewer acting roles uh, while she raised their children. I think they have like three or four children. It's said three. She's getting that crystal skull money. Yeah, that's right. But you know what was uh, her most recent thing before the Twilight Zone 2020? No, what? I didn't even know the, she was in that. The Sweet Blood of Jesus, 2014. Wow. The Sweet Blood of Jesus. Before that, she was in Nixon, 1995. Duh. What do you think about... What do you think about... Oh, it was written by Spike Lee? I didn't know he did a horror movie. Oh, really? I thought he just did horrible movies. What what do you think the sweet blood of Jesus is about? So, uh, probably like white people. <laughs> oh God! It's about a wealthy anthropologist who's stabbed by an ancient African dagger and turned into a vampire. Oh my God! I was gonna think I was gonna say that it was about somebody that uh, that just loved the taste of the the blood of Christ so much that they they went from Catholic Church to Catholic Church because they're the yeah. only ones that can actually turn it into the blood of Christ. That's true, probably. Uh, you're not supposed to get seconds and communion, sir. <laughs> he has to keep going to just different churches. He's running out. He of- goes like the uh, Catholic supply stores, just buying up all the uh, mm-hmm. the wafers and uh, I don't know if they sell wine there. They probably wouldn't have a liquor license. Is there like some special kind of like communal wine or something like that? Uh I don't know what 
what kind of I know they use red wine because you know blood, but I don't know. I think it's just regular red wine. Some you kind know of, why I thought there was like a special type they use for some reason. They it's whatever the the priest waves his hand over. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, I'm not I guess sure. The Sweet Blood of Jesus is a remake of the 1974 film Ganja and Hess, which, I mean, we already knew that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ganja and Hess, I was wondering when they were going to remake that. Oh, it was funded through Kickstarter? Wow. <laughs> well, that's, that's something. Let's see. Something. Sacramental wine is obtained from grapes. Great. And intended for oh, okay. And intended for use in celebration of the Eucharist. Great. Well, I mean, let's be fair. If it was really uh you know, if it was really a, you gotta knock my socks off, it would be water that you pour in there. Right, exactly. Oh shit. Let's see. Um Yeah, it just it's just regular it's just regular wine wine. Oh, it looks like you can buy it at a church uh supply warehouse. It's like a port wine. I wonder uh, what the ABV on this bad boy is. I, mean, I guess it's like uh, it's kind of unfortunate because it's like the only wine that you can only pair with one thing, <laughs> right? With a really, with a really uh, crispy wafer, aka the body of Jesus Christ. Yes. There's a sketch there about uh, something like. Um, you know, today we have uh, a, a wonderful body of Christ. It pairs beautifully with this blood. Oh, it does. It says it's a. It's called sacramental wine because I'm looking up a little bit too. Yeah, so, I don't know. And it goes from five and eighteen percent ABV, but then it says this is intended for church after all. Eighteen percent alcohol for a wine is very, uh, very much. Oh yeah, well, like yeah. A, a low te- like tens is where it usually hangs around. The the Catholic priests insisted on it though. Ah, oh, that's your that's your belief, am I? Right. That's well. You know what? I was raised Catholic, so I know all the the and, and one of my, my my one of my uncles was a Catholic priest too. And guess what? An alcoholic. Very good. But uh, a reformed alcoholic. Uh, he 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 was clean for a long time. But he was an alcoholic for a while. Well, he's an alcoholic for his whole life, but he uh, he cleaned up his act. He knew that he needed. No, I'm not gonna, I'm not I'm not gonna make up a joke about my real life uncle. Yeah, who's no longer dead or is no longer alive. I mean, uh, anyway, so sacramental wine. I don't know. We should get some. We should get some and have a party. No, I'm good. Sacramento wine. Oh, wait. That's something else. The Sacramento Kings. There you go. So what did you or, say? Or you in tri- my opinion, the band Cake is the Sacramento Kings. That's right. You tried to buy. You you tried to watch. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. You tried to watch that one movie. Yeah, it was... Um, it was very generic, like action movie, and it, the premise made no sense whatsoever. Like, uh, I don't care if I spoil it; it's a bad movie. If you like the movie, you don't deserve to uh, have suspense. Um, I'm just kidding, but like, it was like uh, he, so like the these agents like killed Michael B. Jordan's care, uh, family, like his wife, and uh, Holy you shit. know she was pregnant. 
And then, like, he killed most of them, but not all. And then, like, so he went back to Russia uh, with, like, the CIA, which didn't make any sense. And, like, they were trying to kill, like, uh, the ki- people who killed him, mm-hmm. his, his family. And then it turned out that guy was also a CIA agent, and he blew himself up. And then, like, this was apparently a pretense to start a war between the U.S. and Russia. And I just gave up at this point because that was, like, the dumbest idea ever. <laughs> like, they, like, go to war over, like, you know, four dead, like, you know, secret agents. Right. You killed this guy's dog. We're going to nuclear yeah. war. Yeah, that's basically what I mean. I, I, maybe it got better after that. I don't know. I just turned it off and uh, I watched uh, the Detroiters instead, which is very good. I watched uh, a movie that's it's an older movie. I think from twenty fourteen, maybe twenty fifteen, something like that. Um, but uh, I'd never seen it before. It's on Netflix. I believe it's a Netflix original movie. Uh, oh, I know it's twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Wow. Uh, well, that movie sucked. It's no, not not the movie twenty twelve. It's uh, Aubrey Plaza, Mark Duplass, Jake Johnson, uh, and it's called Safety Not Guaranteed. Huh. The plot of the movie is that Aubrey Plaza is a intern at this magazine, and Jake Johnson from New Girl is a reporter at a magazine in Seattle. And they're, you know, he's looking for a story. He's a reporter and a magazine. How is he a magazine? <laughs> he he doubles I'm a as magazine. he doubles as the magazine. Very good. But he they uh, he finds this ad in the paper. Mark Duplass puts this ad in the paper. The the actor Mark Duplass, <laughs> which says, uh, "Looking for a partner to time travel with me. Uh, bring your own weapons." I've only done this once, safety not guaranteed. And so they want to go and kind of like infiltrate, like pretend to be, you know, want, like wanting to be one of the partners and um, try to figure out like, is he crazy? You know, what's going on with this dude? And so Aubrey Plaza is the one that that ends up uh, doing it and then... I won't spoil it, but, uh, you know, you find out if he really has invented time travel or if he's just a lunatic. Um, Is this a a new version of uh, K-Pax? A little bit, yeah. What's so funny? Oh, boy. What's so funny? Watch out for that Jake Johnson guy. What's so funny is that um, I explained the plot of the movie to somebody, and the first words out of their mouth was, that sounds like that movie K-Pax. I'm like, yes, it does. And it's also a um like a kind of a love story type thing too. Like, you know, she starts to fall in love with him and, and everything. But it's it's really well acted. I think they have good chemistry together. I, I like Aubrey Plaza as an actress. I think she's actually used appropriately in this uh movie, which a lot of times she's not. And uh I think Mark Duplass does a really good job of he, he he plays his role restraint with restraint. Like he doesn't go over the top with, you know, the the nutty aspects of this guy's personality. He he plays it very even keeled, and it's a it's an interesting story. Uh, and there's there's definitely themes running through it. If somebody somebody thought sat sat down and really thought this out writing this, um, you know, which doesn't always happen. With, with movies. So it was, it's not the best movie in the world. Uh, it's better than K-Pax. Um, but it's... Uh, I think K-Pax was terrible, but it's not great. 
Yeah, but it, but it's uh, like I said, it's not the best movie in the world, but it's good. I thought it was pretty solid. So if any, anybody uh, is interested, and if you like Aubrey Plaza, I think uh, you'll find it quite delightful too. But that's uh, or Capex available on Netflix. Yeah, if you're a big Capex fan and you can't bring yourself to watch it anymore because you don't want to. I don't. Do you think Kevin Spacey gets money from that movie when people watch it? I doubt it. Maybe he's get, he's getting those five cent uh, K points. He's got those K packs points. Because <laughs> I mean, who the hell who the hell else is in K packs? Uh, Ma- Mary McCormick, I think her name is. I don't know who that is. She is was that, uh, one of the um, people from the Brady Bunch. No, that's Maureen McCormick. Uh, is that a sister. No, I think it's her daughter. No, I don't think they're related. Um, but she's uh, she was in. Try to think what else. She's uh, a you know a handsome woman. I can't. Mood. I'm sitting for my wife. Right. Uh, you know her. Her her um, husband's name is also Mike. Mike McCormick. No, Mike Morris. I don't know who that is. He's a director. Uh, theater director. Do you direct Apex, the, the musical? <laughs> I wish. Is it funny? I got another job for you. Her, her, okay, so this is funny. Here's a local connection that I didn't realize. Her sister is Bridget Mary McCormick, who is uh, the Chief Justice of the Michigan Supreme Court. Oh, no, she knows the one guy. The, uh, you know, the guy with the, uh, you know? Absolutely. The Burke. The the blind guy that my sister in law almost uh, ran over. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And her brother is Will McCormick. Still know this. That's um, he wrote the screenplay uh to of Celeste and Jesse Forever, and he oh came up with the story for Toy Story Four. That's probably lucrative. I don't really know what happens in Toy Story Four. I don't know. They. To, they create. You know what happens in Toy Story for this? So this this freaks me out. Uh, they're the girl that they're um fucking. I don't know, enslaved to. However you want to say it, she, she is feeling lonely at her first day of school, so she makes a friend out of a fork. She gives it little googly eyes and 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 pipe cleaner arms and stuff like that, right? And then she plays with it. And because she made it a toy, it comes to life like the other toys. And now, you know, it's 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 sort of the plot of the first movie, again, where it doesn't believe it's a toy. It thinks it's trash. So it keeps trying to throw itself away. It's like, I'm trash. I'm a, a used spoon. I'm trash. And it keeps trying to throw itself away. Um, but what I want to know is, what, what makes a toy a toy in this fucking world? Like, and... If it knew it was trash, did it have sentience before she made it a toy? It just couldn't express itself? Like, what the fuck is going on with this world? I don't think there's any uh, logic to it. It's just a cartoon movie, Mark. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Oh, you know what uh, Mary McCormick was? You, did you ever see that um, Howard Stern movie, Private Parts? Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was his uh, wife in that. Yeah, yeah. The wife. She wouldn't shut the fuck up about Mary McCormick. Like, like anybody knows who she is other than Howard Stern. Right. From Bossa Buddies and Capex, or one or the other. She was also in a. Uh, she was also in a porno called Deep Impact. Yeah. Wait, that's that, wait, that's not a porno. Oh my god, that's not a porno. 
I don't know. I, I felt movie that after came after I spent two hours watching it. It's a movie that came out in 1998. Is that when uh, the, one of the rare roles where Elijah Wood isn't an elf or whatever the hell he is, a hobbit maybe? Yeah. Is Elijah Wood in that one? I don't remember. Yeah, he is. I think he is. Like he discovered. Okay. So he discovers this comet that nobody else on Earth discovers, and it's so close and coming so quickly that it's going to destroy the entire planet, but he, he sees it before anybody else. Yeah. He's got the he's got those uh, sharp um, elf eyes. <laughs> the sharp eyes. The sharp elf eyes. You know, the <laughs> the, fam- the famous the famous good vision of elves. Man, they they must be pretty good. I mean, they're pretty good at archery. Yeah. On that site. She's also in a movie called The Big Tease. How are these not porno movies? The Big Tease. That sounds familiar. I don't know if I've seen that though. Gun shy. The big T's, uh, he saw, he combed, he conquered. It's uh, Craig Ferguson. You know Craig Ferguson? Oh, that guy's in something? Apparently, yeah. I think it's, uh, he plays a Scottish hairdresser. Oh, oh, T's, a little inside. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking winner. <laughs> hearing you, hearing you get that joke... And the complete disinterest in your voice. It's one of the funniest things ever. Oh, it was like something. I cannot remember what it was. There was some article or headline I saw today. This was like the most like obvious like pun. And it just like, it just angered me. <laughs> oh, it, was like, it was like plumbers about to get flushed out of business. And I'm like, oh, did it God. take five seconds to come up with that? Right. And then I think about like, just like a person like, you know, chuckling to themselves as chuckling to themselves as they write down the big flush or whatever the fuck it is. Right. And they call over their editor and he's like, oh my God, you've got to print this. <laughs> I am not touching that headline one bit. This is gold. Hello, Hollywood? Get Billy Crystal on the line. We've got a new writer for him. <laughs> she was also in a movie called Full Frontal. Also not a porno movie somehow. In uh, 69 Backdoor Sluts. Yeah. Well, not that's a porno. A, no, that's a uh, Shakespearean tragedy. <laughs> And then she was in the Happy Scrappy Puppy. Right. Uh, let's see. She's been on TV as well. Uh, she was in the show The West Wing. Law and Order. I never really saw that. Criminal Intent in plain sight. Of... That's like the worst Law and Order, Criminal Intent. Yeah. I mean, you're fucking scraping the barrel when you got Vincent D'Onofrio out there. What is it? The... the woman from Oz. What what's what is Law and Order Criminal Intent? Is it just like people that are thinking about doing crimes? See, from what I I seen a couple episodes, and it, it this is like the rare Law and Order that also shows the criminals from their perspective. Oh, nice. Which which just basically like takes all the suspense out of what it makes Law and Order Law and Order. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, did they do it or not? It's like, oh yeah, we did it. <laughs> okay, thanks. Good job, Dick Wolf. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> That's like, that's like if Dateline NBC back in the day was like, um, uh, he, you know, a, a woman violently murdered on vacation. Was it uh, her uh, father? Was it uh, this random pool guy? Was it her husband? And the husband's like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Enjoy, guys. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of Dateline. And then uh, Vincent D'Afrio, like tries to be like, interesting i guess is what he's going for it doesn't work quite quite so well vincent d'onofrio the guy that uh shot himself in full metal jacket yes and also was like a worm or something in uh 
the first uh, Men in Black. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. He was some sort of bug. I don't know what else he's in. I mean, I, he was fine in Full Metal Jacket. I'm just not like, you know, I, I don't go to deep cuts as far as Vincent D'Onofrio goes. Yeah, I don't know anything I've seen that I'm like, oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes, please. I often say yes, please. <laughs> Things that I'm interested in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it's it's odd oh criminal intent um i think there's there's actually another law and order where it's like um organized crime or something with the oh what's his name stabler i think his name is uh chris ken stabler <clears throat> the former quarterback of the raiders yes elliot stabler what the hell is the actor's name though I think there's a Chris in there somewhere. Chris Maltesante or something like that? Chris Mahoney? Probably not. Christopher Maloney. Christopher Maloney. There you go. I was going to say, was it uh, uh, Police Academy? (laughs) Oh, man. Can you imagine? Wouldn't it be funny if someone just released uh, like like Police Academy? Like a shot-by-shot remake? Like they changed no dialogue, nothing at all into the theaters? They just give it a different name just to see the uproar over there? (laughs) That would be funny. That's not my police academy. Oh my goodness! The, they would. Uh, I cannot say what I was going to say there. <laughs> yes. Police academy. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I really watched them at an age where they would have been like prime, like primarily effective, like. I saw it when I was like younger, you know, and like it was like it wasn't that funny. I mean, I, I of course watched to see if there's any nudity, which uh, there was a little bit in like yeah. the first one or two. Yep. Then fucking David Spade shows up and ruins everything. David is David Spade in one of them. He's in Citizens on Patrol, my wife's favorite movie. I know she's uh, seething right now. Oh yeah, that's your that's your that's Alex's favorite movie. No, her fa- her favorite police academy. Movie. Okay. That's yeah. You need to make that uh, that uh, determination. Yeah, I'm really not sure what her favorite movie is. To be honest with you, I'd, I'd probably say um, Goodfellas. Hmm, that's not the name for it. Oh, that's up there. I, I think The Color Purple is probably your favorite movie. Oh, that's a good one too. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We watched eh. we watched that about a thousand times when we were kids. What's funny is uh, where I work now, there's a, Fer- oh, this really narrows it down. Uh, it's a Ferrari dealership across the street. Mm-hmm. And they have like a red, they have like a two, two stories. And on the second story, he's a red Ferrari. I'm like, I wonder if that's like a, you know, an, an acknowledgement to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think, th- I think they should make a remake of Die Hard, but instead of Falling Water, they have uh, Cameron's parents' house <laughs> in the building. <laughs> what? And then, it, and then at one point, in um, at one point during the climax of the movie, somebody could be like beating the fuck out of John McClane in the main area, like Hans Gruber. And then the way he gets defeated is the Ferrari from the second story falls and lands and lands on him and crushes him. And then you just look up and you see um, the guy that played Cameron, but not like someone that looks like him and not and not uh, digitally de-aged. Just that dude now. I'm sorry, you say John McClane? And he just gives him a thumbs up. Isn't that his name? John McCline? Are you being serious right now? Oh, <laughs> uh, why? Is it is it something else? No. Uh McClane! Um 
I just saw Die Hard too. My I showed my yeah, I showed that's not a great one. No, it's not. But I showed my son Die Hard one, like I don't know, a month or so ago. And ever since, like every day, he's been clamoring to watch Die Hard two. So we, I was like, okay, you know, it's not going to be as good. So we watched it. He still loved it. He was like, no, the first one's better though. And I told him, okay, well, ne- next up is the one I think you'll like the best. Yeah, that one is in some ways. I, I like that they're kind of like going all over the place instead of just like in one building. Mm-hmm. Die Hard Three is really good. And then after What's that, the they're un- they're after that they're basically unwatchable. Oh, there's no basically about it. Oh God, I saw the one, the in the I think it's the latest one, the one where he goes to Russia. That might be to uh, to help out his son Jai Courtney. Yeah, it's terrible. I can't imagine that's that good. Um, the one uh, I saw, the one with uh, Justin Long, I think, and Kevin Smith and Timothy Elephant, aka Justified. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, thank you. I think that one's the. Is that a good day to die hard? It might be. It's the one after with a vengeance, or is it live? No, it's live free and die hard. I think. Or okay. is that the most recent one? I don't remember. I don't know. It's it, avoid it. Die Hard three or or Die Hard four, whatever it is, just avoid it. How many Die Hard movies have there been now? Five or six? Too many. So I feel at a certain point, and I, I've discussed this with my wife the other day, like uh, especially about like TV shows, like um, oh yeah, I'm rewatching The Shield again, mm-hmm. which I like, but I mean um, like some shows, like the show Dexter, I guess they're trying to like revamp or reboot or do a limited series of that. Like Dexter, like they're the, the bad far outweigh the good of like, both seasons. In an episode, yeah. like, I just have to say it's a shitty show. I mean, I like a couple seasons of John, um, not Malkovich, uh, I don't know, the one guy on not Lurkett, uh, John yeah, Lithgow. Yeah, John Lithgow, that's a great season. First one is really good. Um, there's one with uh, Edward James Most and mm-hmm. uh, Colin Hanks, uh, Chet Hanks' is younger brother, for those of you who don't know who Colin Hanks is. Yeah, that was pretty good. But a lot of that's a twist, though, that I think might make it seem better than it is. But yeah. in general, it's kind of a bad show. And they kind of have like a lot of things that just start up and then they just never mention ever again. I think the first season is really good. And the season you're talking about with the Trinity Killer uh, with and Lithgow, I think that's the third season. Um, third or fourth, I was about to give up on it when they came out with that one, and that one was like, okay, that one's really good. Yeah, that one, that one's also very good. Um, and then other than that, I think they're pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are very bad. Like one, one season, the bad guy is Jimmy Smits, and he's like not a killer; he's just kind of like loose with the rules. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Smits. Yeah, like <laughs> he has to so. I mean, spoilers for whatever for uh, fucking Dexter, but like, so Dexter has to go after his serial killer brother in season one. Has to go after this, uh, like remorseless serial killer, the Trinity Killer, who you know kills people three at a time, uh, or in you know three different ways. Uh, you know who's completely like a psychopath and everything. And then in the Jimmy Smith's uh, season, it's like, well, Dexter, you're up against a guy that's like, mm, I tip twelve percent instead of fifteen percent. Or basically, yes. <laughs> this guy's like, oh, you can't, you're not allowed to have your dogs on the beach. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Smith, he's like, yeah, it's okay. I'll bring my dogs on this beach. And Dexter's head just pops up. What? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him. I feel that if he was killing that many people, like uh, once per week, it would have been a lot more, uh, you know, well known. 
Yeah, no shit. Like, I, I know the whole thing is like, you know, no one knows what happens to them or whatever. No one realizes that they're all victims of a serial killer. But I mean, come on. No one would ever put that together like, oh, it's weird. This guy uh, just got out of jail or this guy was, you know, like got off in a technicality and now he's missing. Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Very ridiculous. But I liked some of the show. Like, I think you and I, I think, have very similar feelings about the show. Those two seasons I mentioned, the first one and the Trinity Killer one, I liked a lot. The, after the first season, I was super high on the show. Yeah, first season was really good too. Because I was like, after the first season, I was like, "Wow, this is, this is really strong," and I think they're gonna they're gonna do well. And then it just ugh. second seasons, second season. The only good thing about the second season is Dokes. Yeah, and he's just funny because Dokes is very on surprise, motherfucker. Exactly. I think that's season two. Do- yeah. Dokes is very on to him. Then they get rid of Dokes, which I think is a big mistake in my opinion, but. Have you ever seen, I, I don't know the name of the YouTube video where it's a guy like, he's just doing variations of like surprise motherfucker. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hold on. Uh, uh, let me, hmm, let me see if I can sync this up somehow. All right. Talk amongst yourselves. So uh, the Ottoman empire was neither about Ottomans or a real empire. Discuss. Surprise motherfucker. And they just they just kill him in a uh Dexter doesn't even do it. That's the other thing too. The whole thing is no good. Yeah, it's not great. Alright, I don't know if there's a way to play this so anyone else can hear it. Uh possibly. What's it yeah. called? What's the YouTube video called? Link it to you, but that's a good idea. It's called a Vines Motherfucker Extended Version. And the guy's name is Darius Benson. He's very funny. I think I found it. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. All rise, motherfucker. Wrong size, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Be hard, motherfucker. You lie, motherfucker. Wrong size, motherfucker. I can explain, motherfucker. Honey, where's my super suit? What? Where is my super suit? Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Disguise, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Some fries, motherfucker. All rise. I love it. Oh, Darius. Check him out. Uh, but that is our episode for the week. Mike, you got anything else you want to tell the people before we leave? I do not. All right. Well, then we will see you next time. Bye. See you next time.